And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, November 24th. And very exciting news for women economists all over the place. It is being reported that former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen will be Joseph Biden's pick as Treasury Secretary. You know what? If she's confirmed, she'd be the first woman to hold that job. And she's done this before. She's a total trailblazer, badass that she is. She was the first woman who is the head of the Council of Economic Advisors. She was the first woman who headed the Federal Reserve. And now potentially, again, presuming she gets confirmed, she would be the first woman to become Treasury Secretary of the United States. I'm so psyched. I really like her. I remember when we interviewed Mark Spindell, who co-wrote the quintessential book on the Federal Reserve, and I said, who's your favorite Fed chair? He said, without missing a beat, Janet Yellen. I concur. I think this would be a great pick. I hope she gets through. It would be fantastic for women and economists. And I think she'd be fifth in line in the succession line. That's kind of cool. Anyway, let us get on to you and to our program. We are delighted that you are starting to come on the air with us. If you have a financial question, remember, it's askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com, and just let us know if you want to join us. Okay, full disclosure, today's listener question, who, the woman who's coming on the air with us, Mark and I know her, so I just want to make sure you guys know that. Teresa, welcome, Teresa. What can we do for you? Uh, well, about a month ago, my dad passed away from cancer. And um, in the process, I inherited his construction business. So I am now, um, in addition to trying to make all of the death notifications and dealing with the banks and so on and so forth, I am trying to figure out what steps I should take to take over this business and keep everything up and running successfully and keeping the employees happy. So first of all, I am so sorry. What it's just, It must have been just awful. You know, it's not only that it's cancer, but it's cancer amid a pandemic. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Yeah, it was difficult, but it was expected. So I had time to prepare. Yeah. So, okay, here's the question I have. So let's talk about the construction business for a second. Do you intend to work there full time or are you just going to try to operate in conjunction with someone who will be doing day to day? Uh, that's correct. So I will be I still have my full time job, which I intend on keeping. I will just be um, working very closely with the accountant and the cost estimator, um, probably go in there once a week or so just to make sure everything is running efficiently 
And then who knows, you know, maybe six months to a year from now, I'll reevaluate and see if I want to do that full time, depending on how the company is doing and how it's growing. Are you the sole heir? Do you have siblings or a mom who's a part of this as well? So I am the only child. Everything in the inheritance, the, the will, trust, all of that goes to my mom, but she does not want to take over the business. So we're in the process of getting it transferred from her name to my name. So she's going to disclaim this part. This is a, a weird thing in a state rules that where you can basically say, hey, I know I'm, I'm do this, but I can pretend I really don't want it. And then it goes to the next person, which would be you. Okay. So there was a will, right? Yes. We were very fortunate to get all of that done actually about 10 days before he passed. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Yes. Okay. So there was a will. Is there also a trust? Yes. There's a trust. And there's plenty of other assets for mom. So that's why the business can get carved out of this? Correct. Okay, great. So in the business, you said there's employees. How many, how many employees are there? So there are 28 who are either full-time or part-time on the books. And then my dad also had seasonal employees because I'm not sure if you know, but with construction, um, the winter time is the slowest time. So he would mm. tend to lay off a few people and then hire them back in April. That's a big undertaking. Okay. So that you said there's a CPA that your um, father had worked with, right? He's just an accountant. We do um, have an outside CPA only to deal with the year-end financials. Okay, great. And you like the, this guy or gal? I do. Yes, he's good. Okay, great. Fantastic. The attorney who drafted all the estate documents, you're working with that attorney kind of in the whole disclaiming process. You're working with the estate attorney who's making notifications and all that stuff, right? Yes. Is there an attorney for the business as well? No. And that's one of the things the accountant and I discussed. We need to hire a lawyer for the company. Yeah. If you like the estate attorney and you like the accountant, I think you should start the process to interview some attorneys for the business itself, for sure. Because look, this is going to be thorny and you got to make sure all of the nature of the filings, you know, uh, I don't know the structure of the business, whether it's an S corp, a C corp or an LLC, but you want to just make sure that because you're inheriting this, of course, you are going to have tax liability. Are there any of the employees who are also shareholders in the company? Just the one, the accountant. I mean, look, there's a few things that I would think about when I take over a new business and you're going to get immersed in it. I'm sure you've lived with it because, you know, usually it's, you know, in the if it's a family business, you know, you, you've probably been around it a lot of your life. You really want to get a sense of, you know, how much money is coming in, what's going out. That's like the simple stuff. And you'll work with the accountant on that. But from the legal aspect, is the structure of the of the business the right structure now that you are the essentially you're the owner, but not the operator, right? And to really understand if there's a if there is some structure that makes sense for you that is different than what may have made sense for your mom and dad. I, I'm really intrigued by this idea that I wonder if you're going to kind of fall in love with this business or not. I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Do you have a sense of that? Um, actually, one of my family friends told me that she sees me leaving my government job and doing this full time. I mean, I know you. So I have uh, I have inside knowledge. So listeners, I'm sorry to say that because I know Teresa personally, it's not that I know you that well, but I do think that you have a personality of a business owner, meaning that 
you're very diligent, you are on top of things, you are detail-oriented, but you can also pick your head up and look at the long term. And I think that those are some of the combination of traits that can make for a really good business owner. Whether you like this particular business or not will be interesting to see, but I love the idea of taking the year. I think that from your personal perspective, it also may make sense that now you're going to have a different status in terms of taxes, right? Because this business, because you own it, is probably going to throw off some income to you. Do you work with a CPA yourself for to do your taxes or do you do it yourself? No, I absolutely have someone to do them for me. Okay. So I would also bring your personal CPA into the conversation because you may now find yourself, instead of being a nicely paid government employee with a certain amount of predictability of income with a very different tax situation. Maybe you're going to get distributions. You've got to set up a way to pay quarterly taxes on that. Maybe it's going to be smarter for you to have some sort of um, involvement in the business that allows you to use their retirement plan in addition to your federal retirement plan. We don't know. But I think it really does make sense to involve your CPA into this, make sure that you're accounting for that. And as you said, A year from now, you're going to have a lot of information, and I think that it's going to be, to me, a very exciting time for you to decide whether or not this is something you want to pursue longer term. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Have I missed anything? Any other questions that are floating out there? No, I think you pretty much covered it all. I do need to speak with the CPA about what the tax implications would be, uh, both for me and for the business, because I know... My father was not taking a paycheck. You know, he was uh, 75, so he was getting Social Security and everything. But um, I know that if I were to draw a paycheck from the business, they would have to pay more taxes. And then I have no idea what that would do to my tax bracket. Right. And maybe maybe it's not because maybe you're not really working there. So maybe it is perfect to say I have an ownership stake and there might be a distribution. Do you happen to know what is the format of the company, if whether it's a C-Corp, an S-Corp, or an LLC? It's a C-Corp. It's interesting. The structure is there. I think that you need to balance what's best for you personally and also what works for the business. And I'm sure you're going to put the business first, but down the line, you may find that the balance could shift some. So here's my my two cents about running a small business, which I ran a similar size, you know, 50 people or less. And that is that the things that you think are really important right now, like I got to talk to the attorney and the accountant, I got to get my arms around the money. You're going to find really that the job is about knowing your employees, knowing the people who work there really responding to what they need and managing the business and the needs of the people there. And as always, if, if you put the business first, things usually work out in the end. So it's a crazy time. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I am very intrigued to see what this next chapter means for you, Teresa. Well, thank you. I will definitely keep you updated. We're always here for you, Teresa. Don't worry. You know, Mark and I, we always loved you. So you always took care of us. We take care of you whenever you need us. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Well, that's it. That's the podcast for today. If you need more information about us, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. There you can subscribe to this podcast. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter, read the stuff we write. Don't forget, as always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and please try to do something nice for somebody else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.